check who's on the track next. Never half step like. Hello, good evening. Pro 17 Thoughtcast. Ronnie B here. Got a lot of talk about today. Uh, several stories that I want to cover today. A couple of them are a little bit old, but I had to talk about the gas, man. <laughs> I went out to Food for Less today, and uh, I hadn't been out in a day or two. I've been just doing stuff around the house, and uh, I got to wait for these gas prices. I mean, it's one thing to hear about it on television and hear everybody crying and complaining about it, but when you go out there and actually see it for yourself out here in California, Los Angeles, it's ridiculous. So I want to talk about that first. Uh, secondarily, I want to talk about you know this 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 woke jackass academic author. He's always on MSNBC. Uh, but he's talking about the constitution is trash again. This is a couple of days old, but I haven't covered it. So I, I, I gotta, I gotta get on this dude really quick. And, uh, we're going to do that in the second segment. Final segment, we're going to talk about the pro trans protest, uh, in Texas at the university. It's funny how, you know, these people that are so tolerant are always quick to jump on you and want to censor you if you don't conform to their ideology. Right. And, uh, that's, that's what happened in Texas. So we're going to get into that. So thanks everybody for joining. Pro 17 Thoughtcast, the Cali Conservative podcast on audio streaming platforms, Spotify, iTunes, music, etc. Uh, let's get into it right here. So I started out by saying that the food for less, I went to food for less today to do some shopping for the, for the family to, to cook a nice, delicious shrimp scampi dinner. And the groceries obviously are expensive as heck right now. You know what I'm saying? Shrimp is not cheap. Beef is not cheap. Nothing is really cheap, but especially now beef is considered luxury. And, uh, you know, I've had a full gas tank. We don't do much driving. We're pretty much homebodies. But anyway, so I'm in the line at Food for Less. And I look up and I see the gas prices. You know, Food for Less has their own gas stations, kind of like Costco. And it said the lowest price gas around. And you looked up, it said $5.05. Like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Premium was five twenty five. So, I mean, I wanted to talk about this gas situation for a minute now. But now... Is the time to do it. I think it's uh, getting pretty crazy with everything else going on. I didn't want to talk about the Biden-Russia-Ukraine situation today. Uh, I already did a deep dive on that. If you haven't seen that, make sure you go check that out. Um, and tomorrow, I got a really great show lined up for you in regard to the FDA-released Pfizer adverse reaction documents that nobody's talking about. So, yeah, we're going to get into that. So, again, thanks, everybody, for checking out Pro 17. Okay, so... This thing you see up on your screen right here, oil prices were expected to soar in 2020. This came out, as you can see the date right here in the middle, January 18, 2022, okay? So they're talking all this stuff about the Russia and Ukraine situation is the reason why our gas prices are going to be going up. Jen Psaki was saying that, right? You heard that? And, you know, that's a bunch of bull crap, okay? We know that Joe Biden cut down the, the, uh, the first day in office, executive order, stopped the Keystone XL pipeline. Okay. This is common knowledge. Energy independence under Trump no longer is a situation with this guy. Now we're in a situation over here with Ukraine. I'm going to get into that in a minute here. And this whole thing here is obviously staged and planned. They want to say that it's a climate situation now is why we're not pumping our own oil. But don't you know that it takes oil and coal to run factories and to, and to even run these charging stations and to, and to charge these batteries? But yet we want to stop producing oil in the United States. Meanwhile, they're talking about quote unquote world war three. And tomorrow I'm going to get in that as well. It's like, this is all a distraction. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on that right now, but this whole war situation is a distraction. A lot of fake news, a lot of fake propaganda coming out regarding that. Again, check out my other video about 
the deep dive, and there's more coming out every day, fake news propaganda. But the whole point is, is that the World Economic Forum and the globalists, they've been wanting to do this, okay? So now they're basically making it, you know, the COVID situation is over now, but now they're going to try to get us government dependent now because nobody can afford to drive anymore. I mean, it doesn't matter where you're at. I see people online complaining that the gas is 378. I wish it was 378 out here in Cali. You know what I'm saying? Over $5 at any gas station now. You know, the lowest you can see is like 505. So, so that was back in January 18. They said, hey, it's going to soar in 2022, right? So back then they said oil prices are going to hit $100 a barrel in 2022. Uh, the investment bank pointed to the robust fundamentals in the oil market and, quote, surprisingly large oil supply deficit, <laughs> according to a report from CNN Business. Why do we have a deficit? Because we cut our own legs out from under ourselves with no energy independence. Again, the Biden regime, you know, he's just a puppet anyway. So between uh, November 2020 and uh, November 2021, the average cost of gas increased from 201 to 340. Okay. Now remember, this was this article was January 18th of this year. Okay. Look at the date here. March 1st, US oil surpasses $106 per barrel for the first time in over seven years. What do you what's going on here? All right. Now again, this is before they started making the whole thing. Now, technically, the whole kerfuffle in Ukraine and Russia was already going on at March 1st, but still, you know, they're already trying to use that as an escape, as a scapegoat and not point to the Biden administration. Turn on the oil here and we'll be fine. Okay. And we can export, but see, they don't want to do that. Why they're funding missiles and they want to give like billions of dollars in aid to Ukraine. So stand with Ukraine, all this kind of stuff. But then at the same time, we're funding Putin with oil. I mean, excuse me, buying, Money, uh, excuse me, buying oil off of Putin, right? Billions of dollars and hundreds of thousands of barrels every day. So we're funding Russia and we're funding Ukraine. This is all set up. Okay. So you see that. Uh, this was, look, three days later, March 4, 2022, California gas price eclipses $5 a gallon as the national average spikes to 11, 11 cents overnight. So uh, this this last slide here, and March 1st, the gas here was probably like 460, 470, 480, something like that. Three days later, it's 505. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's absolutely ridiculous, man. So this is the picture that I was talking about when I was at Food for Less today. I had to snap a picture with my own cell phone. So you know this is legit, okay? California, that's Food for Less. The lowest prices in, full, in fuel, $5.05. This is, this, is, this is crazy. Now, this picture right here from the mobile, this is the mobile at the corner from my house, okay? I live in Northridge, California, a suburb of Los Angeles. Look at this, 549 cents for regular. Now, I've seen uh, some other pictures, and shout out to my, my homies on Instagram that send me stuff. I know in downtown LA, there's some places where it's $7, $6, San Francisco is $7. This is ridiculous. And they're saying it's going to keep going up. So I don't know what we're going to do here. I mean, you got to make a decision if you want to eat food or you want to drive your car. And even the grocery store prices at this point are astronomical. You know, beef is a luxury now. Straight up. And then look at this. Two days later, March 6th, the price of oil per barrel doubles from what it was a few months ago. Now, he's going to try to blame all of this on, on the 
again on the Russia Ukraine war or whatever. But again, this is all planned. This is all strategically, you know, uh, strategically placed because all they've got to do is say go and we pump our own oil. We get all of our own stuff, but they don't care about us. They don't care about you. How, how's all my riding with Biden people feeling right about now? All my Biden voters. You know, it's like I was kind of laughing at this Biden administration earlier, you know, in the, in the months prior. But at this point, it's, it's, this is getting really serious. You know, these elitists don't really care about these gas prices. It doesn't really hurt them. They're not driving anyway. You got John Kerry, who's supposed to be the head of the climate uh, organization or whatever for the Biden administration. And this guy's driving around and flying around on private jets talking about climate change and carbon output and carbon footprint. This guy drives a flies a private jet everywhere. They don't care about you. They don't care about me. So national gas prices rose over 11 cents in one day, the most in one in one day since Hurricane Katrina impacted oil costs in 2005. AAA reported Friday uh, the surge in prices from Thursday to Friday make the national cost of a gallon on, uh, of gas on average three dollars and eighty. Excuse me, three dollars and eighty-three cents a gallon. Man, I mean, I wish I could pay that here in Cali. <laughs> I mean, we're almost double that in, in Los Angeles. Uh, gas prices in California broke record highs in the state, averaging five dollars and seven cents per gallon. While cities like Syracuse, New York, are experiencing the highest in ten years, and Michigan is seeing the price rise thirty-nine cents in just one week. Man, so look at this slide right here. So this shows you. Uh, the oil prices top $130 a barrel for the first time since 2008. Now, you remember a couple of slides back, this was, uh, what was it, uh, January and March 1st? It was 106 And in a few days, it went up $24. Look at the increase here. $1.2991 up $14.88. 12, 13% increase. This is, this is, they, they're trying to collapse the economy here. The economy is going to be destroyed by these these feckless people in White House and their foreign policy. The national average for price for gas jumped to $4 a gallon over the weekend for the first time since 2008 as prices continue to worsen during the Biden era. As of Sunday afternoon today, the national average of a regular gallon of gas was $4, according to AAA. That's up $0.08 cents from Saturday. And up 40 cents from last week. This is the U.S. hit a $4 national average a day earlier than the analysts expected. Now, look at this right here. This this full Buddha change. OK, this is this is the everybody that's in the office right now with Biden. And a lot of these people are Obama lackeys. Uh, Buddha is a ridiculous joke. He's the guy that took the medical leave like as if he was pregnant or something. You know what I mean? These are the people that want to say they're the party of science when they're talking about men can get pregnant. All right. So this is your homosexual guy, transportation security or whatever his title is. But he's talking about that. We should get oil from Iran. <laughs> so they're like, Hey, let's not, uh, you know, we're going to fight Russia. So let's go ahead and buy oil from Iran. Do what? So you're going to go to, uh, another enemy. And again, I don't really believe that Russia is truly, the enemy here. You know what I'm saying? It seems like the whole world of NATO and that whole situation, again, check my videos. I don't want to get too in depth with that, but the fact that you're going to bring up the Iran, 
Really? And, and I keep talking about World War III trying to set it off. It's the United States that's doing this. Okay, They're, they really are trying to collapse the economy of the world based on this globalist idea. They want to do this great reset. If you haven't had a chance, check out Glenn, Glenn Beck's uh, videos on The Blaze and on YouTube and stuff like that, and also his book on The Great Reset. It's amazing. He breaks it all down. And again, the, in the World Economic Forum, they wrote the book, Klaus Schwab, The Great Reset. So this is no surprise. You have to understand this is all planned, and they're going with the plan. They're telling you what they're going to do. Like Larry Bird used to say back in the day when he was in the NBA, like, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fake you out. I'm going to take you to the rim, and I'm going to shoot a three over you. And he would do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what these people are doing. They're so brazen and bold about it, and they don't care. And honestly, I don't even know what the answer is for us Americans at this point. I mean, stop driving cars? I mean, this is ridiculous. Um, and you see this slide here, the Republican leader is furious over reports that Biden administration is seeking to import oil from Venezuela. So again, <laughs> you got terrorist regime, regimes in Iran sworn enemies, these people are trying to get like nuclear weapons so they can fire on Israel and Jerusalem and take them out. And you want to get oil from them because you don't want to get it from Putin. And again, you don't want to turn on our own oil stuff. Meanwhile, they're trying to use up our oil reserves, which are for emergency for if we have a war, like, like it's looking right, like right now to fuel our jets in case, you know, the world situation is, you know, kind of unstable, kind of like it is right now. You're not supposed to use that strategic oil reserve to lower the prices. Like we'll get, I mean, the, I mean, the United States will use that up in like one or two days. That's not what it's for. That's an emergency stash of oil for our jets and tanks and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Shouldn't have to tell anybody this, but again, this is all strategic. So they're trying to get oil from Venezuela. So, okay. So Putin's a bad guy, right? Let's look at this reasoning here. So Putin's the bad guy. He's a terrorist dictator. Okay. But, but you don't want to get all over him. So you want to get it from Iran. <laughs> That's trying to get a weapon to blow up Israel. And you also say you want to get it from Venezuela, socialist communist country that's killing their own people and starving them out. And, and somehow that's morally better to do. This is, this is a joke, man. Uh, Republican leaders and the conservative commentators castigated that Biden administration after reports that the administration administration was seeking to buy oil from Venezuela in order to fill the gaps in the energy supply caused by the Russian invasion of Ukraine. The New York Times reported Saturday that senior U.S. government officials were traveling to Venezuela to meet with President Nicolas Maduro. Give me, give, oh, my goodness. We are so screwed. Um, in an effort to pry the country away from its relationship with Russia. The U.S. had cut off diplomatic efforts with Venezuela during the Trump administration. Of course, seems like a an American thing to do, right? Tyrant communist socialist dictators that are starving their people out is a good idea, right? Under Trump, but now they want to bring that back. They they, they do they're doing everything the opposite of Trump. Uh, so they had uh, cut off diplomatic efforts with Venezuela during the Trump administration, closing the embassy in Caracas in 2019. The U.S. then imposed sanctions on the Venezuelan oil industry and many 
of the country's senior government officials and recognized opposition party leader uh, to legit to the president. So again, this is um, now they're going to go back to this corrupt ass Maduro to try to get oils and solve our problems. We're begging OPEC. We're begging Iran. You can't tell me that this is just blatant incompetence. If if it was really Biden running the country, I would say that yeah, it's 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 blatant incompetence on the part of Joe Biden. But we know that he is not running the country. You know, so so again, the Klaus Schwab's, the Federal Reserve, the New World Order, whatever you want to call it, is legit real thing. They are trying to starve us out, man. What do you say that you uh, nobody's going to own anything, and we're going to be happy? It's going to get to the point where everybody's going to be so broke that we're going to be like, oh, government, please help me. Please help me. Give me money. Give me money. And they're going to just print more money, devaluing the money and the dollar. And we'll have the savior of the government, you know, what most people think, which is ridiculous. So right here, there's a couple of tweets here uh, from Marco Rubio on the left there. Joe Biden was using Russia as an excuse to do the deal they always wanted to do anyway with the Maduro regime. I agree. Rather than produce more American oil, he wants to replace the oil we buy from one murderous dictator with oil from another murderous dictator. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and on the right here, shaking my head, Thomas Massey, can we focus on domestic energy development already? What is their excuse that we're not doing that? I, 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 still, I still haven't heard a good explanation as to why we're not doing this. Jen Psaki's just running in circles, circling back. Nobody's given us a, a real concrete explanation of why is it that we can't produce our own energy at this point. So it's got to be deliberate. How come this isn't considered treason? How come people aren't getting shot or, or hung or whatever? Especially when it comes to the to the vaccine. Again, I'm going to get into that tomorrow. But do your research and get that, that document that I got. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a really uh, in-depth dive tomorrow in regard to the pharmacy stuff and the, and the vaccine from Pfizer, man. Dude ridiculous but anyway you I mean back to this we're actually trying to get oil from another dictator because we're, we're worried about one other dictator make it make sense uh Jeanette Nunez said rather than making America energy independent Biden wants to buy oil from Maduro yet another murderous thug troubling pattern from this administration as they continue to embolden our enemies you know what I'm saying and so again what other what other Reasoning could you say besides that this is intentional? To me, it's got to be intentional. All right, let's go. What do I got here next? Um, is that it? Okay, I got, yeah, all right. So I guess that's it for the slides that I had on that. But uh, yeah, so... You know, I think about getting a bicycle <laughs> and riding a bike around to work and, and whatever, but, you know, it's kind of like they really are taking the position out of our hands. You know what I mean? I believe all this stuff was supposed to happen four years ago. Trump was never supposed to win. You know, uh, Hillary was supposed to be installed. I honestly believe that they were trying to fix the election back then, but I think the Trump supporters came out in such a big force when they tried to probably boost her up a little bit with some of these votes. That's why she was so upset talking about collusion this whole time, because she knew that they were already trying to cheat. So the fact that she still lost, even though she was trying to cheat, 
She couldn't believe it. So this time in 2020, they made sure that, you know, hey, stop the count. Stop the count at 3 a.m. in the morning. Make sure that we get enough votes in there, ballots of dead people voting, whatever. I ain't going to get in all that. But this this great reset, I believe, was was established and planned for Hillary, you know, four years ago. And uh, now we're dealing with the brunt of it, and they're really trying to rush everything through right now because, you know, the midterm's coming up. I don't know to what extent we're going to be able to stop that. And again, I believe this whole gas situation is just a, an excuse to get our mind focused off the, the vaccine adverse reaction report that came out. Nobody's talking about that on the news. I mean, I understand this is a big situation in the war, but 24-7, really? Really? We're talking about this 24-7? And they're getting everybody pissed off at the fact that we got to pay 5 6 $7 a gallon. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so now we're not really worried about those other issues. You know, I mean, we're worried about it, but you know, hey, you can't go complain about something that happened in the past when you're trying to struggle to get to work every day right now. So, you know, it's kind of like evil genius stuff that these people are doing on these elites and then whoever's running the world, you know, the World Economic Forum and all these people and Klaus Schwab and them. So shout out to Steven, man, that, that sent me that uh, Klaus Schwab video. But yeah, I've been all over that guy, you know, great reset. And uh, you guys need to figure that all out. You guys need to read all that out. Stop like listening to the mainstream media because five, six, seven dollars of gas, man. I don't know how we're going to do it, people. I mean, just pray to God and it's all in his hands. That's all I can really say about this. So. Uh, moving on from that, I want to talk about this guy. <laughs> He's talking about the Constitution is trash. Now, if you hadn't seen the video on The View, several other podcasters have done videos about it. I was going to do one a couple of days ago, but I was doing some other videos. I had the deep dive. I was doing some other some work and other things around the house from other businesses, so I didn't get a chance to talk about it. But this guy uh, is a legit joke. Let me bring up the story. Bear with me here. Let me pull it up. Now, th now, this gentleman here is a regular on MSNBC. His name is Eli Mistel or Mistel. I don't, I don't know how you pronounce it or whatever. And uh, you know, he, he he's on Joy Reid a lot. He's on MSNBC a lot. Tiffany Cross, all those shows. And what he does, you know, he's a typical leftist. I mean, I don't know if he's gay. We're going to watch the video right now. Again, you can be gay. I'm not bashing on you or whatever. Like I always say in the videos, you know, we're going to pray for you and stuff like that. But, you know, again, he's one of these woke academic left leftists that are kind of on the side of the socialist, Marxist, communist type ideology. And he's another one of these race hustlers. He's in the same vein of uh, Al Sharpton and, again, uh, Jamil Hill, all these fake race hustling Acting like they're so oppressed and repressed and suppressed by the white man, you know, but he's up there looking like an idiot with his white hair and stuff and, and, and given a great opportunity and platforms to speak on these quote unquote white networks, these white supremacist networks. All right. So I want to get into this video here and it's about three minutes long. I didn't want to play the whole thing, but as I was watching it, I was like, you know what? I need to kind of, I need to kind of, Put the whole thing in context, and I want you guys to see it too. So I'm gonna kind of skip ahead a little bit here and there, but I want you guys to watch it and and just tell me the vibe, the energy that comes off of this guy, and, and what you think about it as we start to to play this here. Hang on, let me get rid of this. All right, here, here's the video on the view uh, from a couple of days ago. 
let's talk about your new book. It's called Allow Me to Retort, <laughs> A Black Guy's Guide to the Constitution. Tell us about the book and why you thought, why you wanted to write it. Yeah, so what I'm trying to do with this book is explain in layman layman's terms what Republicans are doing to the law. Because I honestly believe that if everybody understood it, they'd be as outraged as I am about it, and they'd be willing to do something about it. Mm -hmm. Look, folks, the law is complicated. I'm not going to lie about that. Uh -huh. But it's not beyond the reach of most literate people, all right? It's not sending a rocket to Mars and making it land just so. so it doesn't, it doesn't look, right? you, can, mm -hmm. you can read. You can understand the laws that govern this country, yep. and you can understand how Republicans are obviously trying to manipulate those laws to take away the rights of minorities, women, the LGBTQ community. You can see it all, and I try to explain it all in ways that people can understand. Okay, stop right there. I let that play a little bit because I wanted you to get the, the, the energy vibe, right? All right, the guy's a homosexual. I'm going to say it out loud, okay? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not wrong. I don't know. But again, this is a typical leftist-type ploy straw manning arguments what laws are the republicans trying to change what policy is it or are there that the republicans are trying to oppress all these people these are this is the same type of guy that when the don't say gay bill came out in florida last week was talking about homophobia and all these kind of things this is one of the idiots that was talking about the the right to vote act and the john lewis act where they're trying to say that Republicans are suppressing the votes of minorities, but he wants to be on the side that says that what, because uh, black people can't get ID to vote because black people can't turn on a computer and find the nearest DMV or voting place closest to their house. And you can't mail something in. You know what I'm saying? Every, every, every neighborhood has an elementary school within a mile of it pretty much. Okay. So miss me with the fact that you can't find voting stuff. But again, this is all, emotional ploys to people on this race hustle when it's not based on reality. Again, these straw manning arguments, Republicans are changing law. what laws? You guys are the ones on the Democrat left that are trying to change the laws under the guise of equity when really you're just liars. Don't say gay bill. That ended up being a parent's right bill. The right to vote act. That was a uh, election integrity bill and laws to pass so that people don't just mail in ballots and, and to secure the elections. But see, they don't want to secure elections. They want to have all these illegals come in, which is why the border is open, so that they can just vote and give them all amnesty and vote. You already saw that in New York City where they gave 800,000 people, immigrants that are not legal citizens, the right to vote in the state of New York. where they're not even citizens. That's against the law. That's against the Constitution. And you're going to see right here how he talks about the Constitution is trash. You know? And uh, before I get more into it, let's, just, let's continue watching what he had to say here so that we can fight them. I have to tell you, I loved this book so very much. Um, the first chapter, canceling trash people is not a constitutional crisis. Um, okay, you see, you see, they're trying to clown. They're trying to clown. So what, what communists do and socialists do, you know, one of the first steps at, that, that they use to silence the people is censorship. Because you can't speak out against the regime. You can't speak out against the government, right? So, so, so this fool with his, with his laughing face and his ridiculous hair here is going to talk about how it's okay to cancel trash people. Who's trash people? You know, I would say cancel his trash butt, you know, because his ideas are trash. You know, people, people spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to go to college to come out even stupider than they were when they got in there. So right now, this whole thing about college education is a fallacy, man. It's not based on reality at all. You end up having like, super loan debt 
after you get out of college that you have to pay off and you don't pay it off until you're like 40 years old. You end up with some useless degree like gender studies or woke, you know, wokeology or whatever, underwater basket weaving. And then, and then these are the same people that are crying for Joe Biden to pay off their student debt. It's a joke. Again, if I knew then what I know now about the college situation, man, would have made a couple of different decisions in regard to that. But again, this is somebody on the left that uh, is a race hustler up here sitting on the view talking about how black people are oppressed. And it gets worse. It gets worse. Watch. Chapter nine, the taking of black land was an, another favorite of mine. And reverse racism is not a thing. I just think it's fantastic. So, let me, I live in. Reverse racism is not a thing. It's not reverse racism. It's racism. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and again, this is another one of those, 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 those fake talking points, just like CRT is, okay? It's a theory or whatever, but they want to try to act like it's law. You know, it, it's, it's a whack ideology. It's a race hustling ideology. And to the credit of these guys like Ibram X. Kendi and whoever that are using the capitalist system that they complain about so much and equity to make millions of dollars by lying and doing $50,000 you know, speaking engagements at colleges and whatever, you know what I mean? Using the capitalist capitalist system to increase their pocketbook and decrease their bank account in the white supremacist, you know, arena of the United States that's so oppressive towards minorities, right? Reverse racism is a ridiculous term. And this is what I always say too, man, the leftists and the Democrats, bro, they 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 are genius when it comes to words. You know, they, they, they change the meaning of words. They change, the, you know, the, the meaning of different bills. The don't, don't say gay bill. You know, they can phrase things in a way that the low information normal people are seduced by. You know what I mean? That's what they do. Reverse racism is racism. But they say there's it's not racism because the black people don't have power over a white person. So therefore, it's not racism. They change the definition of racism. And I, I forget what video I did. A while back talking about that, but they changed the definition uh, of racism. And this was when the Whoopi Goldberg thing, now that we're on The View, as a matter of fact, talking about the Jewish Holocaust situation. Uh, and I believe it was the ACLU that had it saying that, oh, it's it's when certain marginalized groups are oppressed by white supremacy or whatever. And then Whoopi Goldberg made that stupid comment about the Holocaust and Jewish people. And then they changed it back to the correct definition of racism which is like when one particular race has a uh, bias against another race right the definition that we all know but they want to paint things with a broad brush here in regards to uh, just all white people are bad and uh, black people can't be racist towards white people and Sonny Hosen's an idiot too she's another CRT quack job and then again all these people are on, on the view and honestly I don't even want to spend time on them but I had to talk about this clown so here we go Let's continue. Florida, so I'm like on ground zero of yes. where uh, all of this is happening. I'm, I'm out of my mind about the bills banning conversations about race and ethnicity and, and LGBTQ, uh, just even mentioning gender identity in primary schools. But some will say, okay, so are you arguing? Oh, I got to stop it right there. So she, she, she's mad. Again, this is, this is regard to that don't say gay bill that I was talking about, the HR 1557. Go ahead, check the Pro 17 videos. About three videos back, I did a I did a video on this. And Anna Navarro is a joke. She was supposed to, first of all, she was supposed to be their conservative. She's supposed to be conservative Republican of the 
party. She's not. I even follow her on Twitter again because, you know, hey, I want to get a well-rounded view and a well-rounded argument of everything. I'm not just at a, at a what do they call it, an echo chamber. You know, I follow I follow Anna Navarro. I follow Joy Reid. I follow Jamel Hill. I follow CNN, MSNBC, I mean, on Twitter and stuff. But, you know, hey, as much as it, I have to grind my teeth sometimes when I look at their tweets, doesn't change the fact that I want to hear what they have to say. She's a she's an absolute disgrace. She's not a Republican. You know, first at first it was like I'm a Republican, but I'm anti-Trump. So so basically she's a rhino. But when you look at her positions on everything, she's not really Republican. She's talking about that she got upset because the gay bill said that you're not supposed to talk to elementary kids, primary grade level, kindergarten through third grade. She she wants to say that it's okay to talk to them about sexuality and gender identity with a straight face as if Somehow that bill is homophobic and restrictive and oppressive. Give me a break, dude. Give me a break, dude. Th this type of ideology and thinking is not progressive. This is regressive. This is, but this takes us back to the Sodom and Gomorrah and the Bible, the book of Genesis, dude, straight up. These people are reprobate. And again, I'm going to get into it a little bit later, but, 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 but at the end of the day, man, it, it all comes down to God. You know, the God of the Bible, the Lord Jesus Christ. If you do not have that foundation and that worldview, this is the kind of people that you end up listening to. This is the kind of worldview and mindset that you end up having. And Anna Navarro, and this idiot over here with the white hair. Pro 17, right? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. You have to start with God as your worldview, first of all. If you don't have that as your basis of thinking in your worldview, you are lost. You are lost. These people are over here talking about it's a bad thing that Ron DeSantis and the legislation in Florida says that kindergarten through third grade shouldn't be talking about gender identity and sexuality. What In what world would that be okay? In what world is that okay? These people are ridiculous. Anyway, let, let, let's, let's go on to the meat here. For throwing out the Constitution, should the Constitution be thrown out? What do we do? Is it a living document? Is it a or is it a sacred document? It's certainly not sacred. All right, let's start <laughs> there. The Constitution is kind of trash. Now, Pause it. You hear that? The document is not sacred. The Constitution is uh, trash. This man is what is wrong with the United States. This man is part of the problem. You wonder why black people aren't getting ahead? That's because they listen to people like this. And again, it's also because of lack of God and lack of um, nuclear family and fathers in the home and stuff like that. You know, these are all conservative principles that we all understand. But when you when you think about the Constitution... It was written in a way, even though there was slavery and everybody had skeletons in their closet, everybody right now listening to this podcast and this video right now has skeletons in their closet. We are all sinners, man. But you see, when you, when you build the documents in God we trust under the biblical premise, Right? the inalienable rights of man given to us by God, not by government, even though these people were flawed, the documents still hold up. And it is sacred and living document. 
And that's why we were so prosperous and blessed as the United States in our early years, man. Because we were once a Christian nation. You know, we were once a God-fearing country. It's all, it's all, all our documents. It's on our money. Okay? It's on the Pledge of Allegiance. And now these same people here say that when you see they see a American flag in somebody's yard, that that's a symbol of white supremacy. What? They want to dismantle the United States as it was founded because they want to be able to have reprobate behavior and they think that somehow they're going to escape God because the documents are written to God. Guess what? You ain't escaping God regardless of what the Constitution says, regardless of what kind of uh, socialist ideology you want to push. Or if you want to change this country into a communist regime, that's not going to change the fact that God's looking at you. Okay? And again, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I, I, I am super flawed, man. I'm working on things every day. I fail daily. I sin daily. But at least I know what the ultimate truth is through the Lord Jesus Christ. And these documents boost up Christ. And that's why, again, the United States was so prosperous all these years. Up until the recently, now we're under judgment. Romans 1, 18 to 32. God gave them over. You wanted to do all this crazy stuff? God gave them over. God gave them over. God gave them over. Three times. So... Honestly, I don't I don't agree with anything that this man says, but again, he's just throwing out straw man arguments. But let's let's, let's continue it. Well, let's just again, let's just talk as adults for a second. What did you say? It's what? It's, it's kind of trash. Trash. It was it was written by slavers and colonists and white people who were willing to make deals with slavers and colonists. They didn't ask anybody to look like me what they thought about the Constitution. Mm -hmm. didn't what does that have to do with anything? Nobody. <sighs> oh Why do they have to look like you? To write the Constitution. Again, have you read the Constitution, sir? Do you understand that the amendments that were put forth in the Constitution are beneficial to black people? Do you understand that Frederick Douglass loved and appreciated and understood what was meant in the Constitution, Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights? Do you understand that, sir? I don't think you do. And you're going to understand why when he gets towards the end of his, of his spiel here. Hey, oh, Jim, come over here. What do you think about this old constitution? Well, Massa, I sure don't like how you sell my children. Um, but I gotta say, man, this King George, he needs to be stopped. My, my grandpappy used to say, ain't no taxation without representation for Massa. Like, that's not what happened, right? Okay. This document was written without the consent of black and brown people in this country and without the consent of women in this country. And I... I want to know what ideas that you have you actually had. I mean, he actually does say it later, but again, what what would be different? I want to know what would be different from from a black perspective at this point. Because I don't I don't see him going to like Africa. I don't see him going to any like, you know, Libya, <laughs> Somalia. You know, what what black country in the world is treating black people better than the United States of America is right now? What country is treating women better than the United States of America right now or any other minority, right? The only thing that's holding back minorities and predominantly, especially like the black people, is the lack of talking about the nuclear family and God. Again, this always goes back to the Bible, okay? 
You want to stop the poverty in the communities? You don't just throw more money at them and stuff and, and more government programs. You need to talk, talk about these people being married and having fathers in the home. It's not rocket science. Obama even said it under his first term when he was running for president. But the Democratic Party doesn't care about black people. They don't care about anybody. They just care about power. I say if that, if that, if that is the starting point, mm -hmm. the very least we can do is ignore what those slavers and colonists and misogynists thought and interpret the Constitution in a way that makes sense for our modern world. That's the start. Okay. You see what do you, you see? Okay. Now, th and this is a, this was, this was a phrase that I saw uh online somewhere that somebody saw it. i thought it was brilliant um they said democrats and leftists try to interpret the constitution constitution republicans and conservatives read it right that's the difference there's no interpretation like people try to interpret it, uh, interpret the the second amendment the right to bear arms shall not be infringed period there's no interpretation <laughs> you know what i mean Free speech is not, you know, they, but, but see, these people want to, like, have, they always try to, like, bend the will of God to, to them. You know what I mean? You're supposed to bend to the will of God, not, like, the will of God bend to you. Or they just want to get rid of them altogether. That's, that's basically what this all comes down to. That's the whole gist of all these arguments here. You know? And again, like, if, if America's so oppressive and you, and you think that the Constitution is this racist document then give me an example of another place that would be better for you you know how come you don't talk how come these guys don't ever talk about the abortion rates and the black communities just like black lives matter how come you, how come they don't talk about the 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 shootings and stuff in all these gang-ridden democrat cities why don't they talk about these things oh because it's white supremacy it's white supremacy give me a break do you want to rewrite it? I could, right? <laughs> I, could, I could rewrite parts of it in a tweet, right? Like, how about popular election for the, for, for the president? Mm -hmm. um, people vote, not land. That's not even in there, is it? I'm saying yeah, that's that's what that's I was, if I was rewriting it, we could do it in a tweet, right? Yeah, yeah. You know? um, term limits right. for Supreme Court justices. And mm -hmm. how about no states' rights when it comes to health care, elections, policing, and guns? Right. It's just better. Okay, so again... All the authoritarian, totalitarian type of laws, federal centralized government, no states' rights, gun rights, you know what I'm saying? These people don't come up with any new ideas. This is straight out of the communist socialist playbook, period. You know? And, and and as much as this fool thinks that like what he's saying is right, he'd be the first one be under attack. You know, if if, if China took over the United States, do do you think he's going to have rights? <laughs> you want to see some racism? Have China come and take over the United States, and, we'll, we'll, and then you're going to see some real racism. You know, big fat black man up in here with white hair and stuff sitting over here talking all this nonsense about communist policies. You know, it's not mob rule. We're, we were built as a republic, constitutional republic for a reason. So it's not mob rule. But see, they want like California, Los Angeles and, and Manhattan to basically elect a president for the rest of the history. 
It's not going to happen, bro. It's not going to happen. State rights, individual states. And thank God for that. And that's why millions of people are leaving these ridiculous states. And I'm trying to save up my money so I can get the hell up out of California with these gas prices and, and, and ridiculous policies that they're pushing, man. But I think I spent enough time on this fool. But yeah, just, you know, understand what these people are really trying to do when they come and, and, and use this white supremacist language and try to talk about how the Constitution is trash and all that stuff. And the same time, this guy was blessed enough as a black man to be able to get an education, go to school, obviously eat. <laughs> He's got enough food in his stomach, as you can tell by his weight. Okay. Get an education, be on a white network, ABC with a bunch of cackling hags and be able to give his opinion under the uh, first amendment of free speech. seems like a pretty good place to me. I don't know. Last, last thing here, man, I'm going to make this kind of quick here. I've been kind of on a little long here. I want to talk about the pro trans protest idiocy here. Now, this story was, again, a couple days old, but I wanted to uh, touch on it because I didn't have a chance to before earlier in the week. So um, this is a situation of this guy, this gentleman. If you hadn't heard the story, he was um, the one that was fighting for custody of his son. I believe at the time he was five or six years old. And uh, he was five or six years old, and he wasn't able to to get his son. And I believe the law ended up giving the custody to his wife and the wife wanted him to get hormones and sex changes and stuff like that for the kid. And he was trying to fight against it saying that his, you know, his son doesn't really want to do that. And when the son is with him on a normal basis, when he's with him, that he, he does ask masculine, he wants to be a man or whatever. And I believe the mom is a therapist or something like that. And again, I mean, Hey, uh, I'm not trying I'm not trying to really dump on anybody's career as far as what you believe in man but my opinion is that you know the mental health industry in general if it's not god based it's a racket because it's always going to focus on what you want what I want instead of what god wants so if if I'm paying you money for you to tell me well how does that make you feel <laughs> You know, and I got to get to the root of my own problems. You're never going to solve the problem. The problem is sin. Period. The problem is sin. <laughs> you know, it's not your desires and wanting to feel better. And, you know, they're never going to help you out. And that's a problem, too, with these therapists in regard to these children. Now, they have to be affirming to the transgender community. So when a kid comes to them and they're already being indoctrinated in school by this type of stuff, like saying, hey, well, you need to. uh you know, that you can be, if you feel like a boy and you're a girl, you can, you're actually maybe a boy and stuff like that. So now when these kids go to talk to a psychiatrist or a therapist, if they say something like that, the therapist has to affirm them or they can be brought up on charges too. So there's this, there's this battle for truth in the United States and the world. And this is, and this is nothing new, man. The father of lies is the devil. We know this, you know, deception. I mean, that we even said to Christ, like, hey, you know, in, in the desert, like, bow to me and you can have the whole world. You know, so. The transgender uh, industry now in regards to therapy, in regards to these doctors and stuff, 
it's just ridiculous. And, and his father understood that. So he tried to stand up for it. So basically now, um, he, I, I believe he lost the case. It still might be ongoing. But now he's uh, trying to run for, I believe, the House of Representatives in Texas. So he was doing a a uh, some sort of a, a speaker thing in uh, North, University of North Texas, and he got attacked by all these anti-trans, excuse me, these uh, trans kids that came and disrupted his his uh, speech and stuff. So let's read a little bit of the article here. So students protested over anti-trans speaker took a turn toward the absurd Wednesday night at the University of North Texas. Texas House candidate Jeff Younger, that's the, the dad there, who was fighting against gender reassignment surgeries for children, which honestly, I don't understand why this is even a fight, but uh, was scheduled to speak by uh, UNT's branch of the Young Conservatives of Texas about how the Texas judiciary stripped him of his right to protect his then seven-year-old son, James, from chemical crustacean in 2019. I can't believe his own mother would put him through it. I mean, people are just slightly out of control. Man. Uh, to recap, Jeff Younger lost custody of James over not wanting his ex-wife, Dr. Ann uh, Giargulas, to, trans to transition the child's gender using puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones. This woman wanted to do this to her own son. You see? You see? And she's a doctor, again. Like, education is a ruse, man. The fear of the Lord is a beginning of knowledge. You ain't got no knowledge. All this stuff is ridiculous. This woman believes that the best thing for her son is to ke chemically castrate him? That's the devil, man. So Younger is now campaigning against gender change treatment for children. Good for him, man. So basically all this stuff is going on here. And I wanted to play these videos of what happened at the protest. And this is why, this is why you know that they're full of crap. These leftists and these trans activists, because why don't we sit down at the table and discuss things cordially like adults and like men? You know what I mean? What, sit down. Let's have a, you know, conversation respectfully bring up your points i'll bring up my points we'll talk and uh you'll get crushed by facts and logic right but they don't want to do that because again the democrat party and these leftists they, they deal with emotion and all other ideology is emotion based and it's deception it's what feels good what feels right instead of what is right and what is true you know and so when you when you when you argue against these type of people and you hit them with uh, the true facts that look, a man can't be a woman and a woman can't be a man. Now, if you want to identify as such, you can take as many hormones and puberty blockers as you want to take. But that's not going to change the fact of what your biological sex is, which is your gender. When you get buried and somebody finds your bones 100,000 years from now, they're going to look at you and say and find your bones and your DNA is going to say that you are a female. Or you were a male, period. You got to stop like affirming these people. You know, if 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 you if you're crazy, and you have gender dysphoria, which most of these people don't even have that. They're just, you know, they're just narcissists and they're on some look at me stuff. I want you to affirm me. You need to, you need to affirm what I'm saying about how I. You need to agree with me. I don't have to agree with anything. You know, you do you. You do you. Well, you need to call me uh, she or she. Uh, no. 
No. Sorry. So uh, let, let's watch this clip and, and and just watch how they behave. And again, they're young kids and stuff like that. So let, we'll give them that benefit of the doubt. But really, like, this is not how you get your point across. This is not how you make an, uh, uh, an adult rational argument. Yeah, so <laughs> um screaming out the top of their lungs. That's not gonna really get you what you want, man. Uh, I think there's another video here. Uh these are some responses to that. Uh here's some here's some comments from some people that watched that video. This might be the best video ever. My sides heard from laughing, such performative nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Where could I report? That thing for uh, making me feel unsafe, right? <laughs> uh, does someone in the room have a different of opinion than she did on something? And they put he. Uh, quite the pitch, but I'll need something more to sweeten the deal. <laughs> my, toddler, my toddler does this when denied cookies. You know what I mean? Like Your average UNT student, for real, this photo was not shot in the UNT art building. Wow. You see, and, and this is this... We're supposed to take this person seriously. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not just about your looks and everything, but come on, man. Come on, man. You want me to take you seriously? You're gonna come up to me and talk seriously? I mean, maybe the guy has a brilliant line. I don't know, but we need to talk about it. If we talk about these things, then then hey. You know, maybe he has a good point of view, but I mean you don't judge a book by its cover, man. But come on, man. Come on, man. Um, anyway, thanks for everybody that's watching, man. I guess that's it for that. So yeah, so so that's about it. I'm gonna wrap this up. It's been about an hour, but I just want to say thank you for everybody that that's been supporting Pro One Seven and the Cali Conservative on audio stream only. Um, I got some new merch coming out. Uh, please make sure to check out Pro17.com/slash/merch. Uh, I hope you like this joint right here. I got this coming out right now. King of Kings, right? Revelation 19. You know, everybody thinks that Jesus Christ is all about love and stuff until you read the book of Revelations and he's coming back. Whoop it up on y'all. So get right with the Lord. You know, and again, when I say these kind of things, I'm also speaking to myself. But um, anyways, thanks for checking out the video. And always remember, guys, that Pro 1-7 stands for Proverbs 1-7 in the Bible in the Old Testament. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Don't be a fool. Don't be a leftist. Don't be an idiot. And uh, I don't know what's going on with these gas prices, but hopefully we can figure something out, man, or else I'm going to start walking it <laughs> or uh, start taking a bike, babe. Let's get a scooter on layaway. All right. Ready to be out. God bless.